Michael Estelle, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people press paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people press paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people press paper podcast. Welcome to the People Press Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, every week is Brian Sittler. What up, Hilton Price? What up, Brian Sittler? No, I'm just here like a herd of turtles. Uh, we are a herd of turtles. I don't even know where that came from. Is that a thing? Is that a turn uh, of a phrase? Uh, uh, it's not onomatopoeia. It's just like herd. making words rhyme He's just, that make, just, no bre- just, make no sense. Just picking words. Yeah. Could have been a cascade of unicorns. Ca- well, no. <laughs> With his mnemonic devices, anything's possible. I guess that's true. That's true. <laughs> and and you know what? It works. I, I, I don't oh, it like does. it. It was offensive, but it works. <laughs> oh. Especially as a baldy. I uh not not happy. Right. Not happy. Because my middle name, not Michael. Was it Michael or Mark? What was the guy's name? Mark. It was Mark. It was Mark. Holy shit, my middle name is Marcus. Kismet. It works. Or Whatever. Yep, it's Kismet. Um, uh, Creed was good this episode, uh, too. Thank God Creed was there. Creed was so good this Creed episode. Creed saved the day in a way, I gotta say. It's not my favorite episode. No, 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 no. It's and such it, a... It, it annoys me that there's two of them, honestly. Kinda. Kinda does. We are only talking about part one today, folks. FYI. Lecture Circuit Part One is the episode this week. That's the one. Uh, and that's enough. Michael now. and Pam off having an affair... Robbing a bank. So he wishes. So he wishes. Probably which one? The the affair, probably. Well, definitely. Maybe the bank. Maybe the bank and then the affair. Then the yes. Yeah. Although um, criminality to romance is more of a Dwight thing. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, Michael Michael's just a big wuss. He's he, just yeah. He really wouldn't he really wouldn't handle well under those he circumstances. Would, he'd pass the note to the teller and then try to take it back. Yeah, he would change his mind. No, right. that's not what I meant. Yeah, ask um, Toby, ask Frame Toby. Yeah, um, when yeah he, right. When yeah, he basically admits that it's his. It was his caprese salad. His caprese salad. He had a lot to mozzarella. get off his chest. Yeah, <laughs> but they are, and Pam is most definitely making sure that the camera crew knows they are in separate rooms. Separate rooms. And- uh, he does doesn't need to say it, but she's going to say it anyway. Going to say it anyway. Oh, some good subtleties from Pam having to deal. Who who would only be dealing with this because. Time and a half, three days. What's the point of this? Is it episode? worth it? I don't. I, it's a throughway to Holly, I guess. In the long run, as far as uh, I don't know, it's it's getting them outside the office. Maybe yeah. they you know, they've got all that clout. They've been on the Super Bowl. You know, they're kind of uh, this is sort of peak time for them. So maybe they they were looking to expand even further out, and in doing so, you know, they get to bring Karen back. They get to bring. Holly eventually back. Yeah, um, you I know, mean, get, she's not in it. She's not in part two. She's not. They get. They get. They get the closure with Pam. Yeah, and they get Michael. They actually, you know, making Mike. Because Michael's pretty jackassy right now. He's been jackassy for several episodes. Yeah, extra. He really is. And it sort of gives him. Um, they, they give him. Uh, they give him a lifeline of humanity in this one. Ultimately, yeah. uh, when Pam talks about how she's so pleased with being cl- having closure, and then him just having a, r- a realization. Yeah, he, uh, he has a very human he, moment. He does a human moment, does it in a, a, the crudest way he can, just talking about Holly's perfect boobs. Well, I mean, that, that is what jogs is, Pam's memory and helps her remember who it is. Which obviously, I, I, obviously which I she needed. Yeah, really, clearly she needed. Um, I like that. Uh, clearly. Holly, remind me. She's, clearly. She's great. I love she kind of gets the Pam... Because because of, of the positioning of their character, she does kind of get to ham along with the camera guy. Like, can you get a load of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's a good thing that Michael wants to feel chauffeured, apparently, because <laughs> he's being... As they're going on their lecture circuit. I guess that was one nice thing this, this episode really offered was a couple of unique takes on the kind of standard office formula. Because mm-hmm. you had people kind of encouraging Michael's buffoonery, but it's Pam who doesn't always do it. And getting to have the moments, like you say, with the cut with the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You get the stuff like um, her and Karen, that interaction, mm-hmm. uh, which is something we don't typically see. This kind of making peace, this kind of... Reuniting of characters—that was something new. We don't—we we haven't seen characters go away and come back much in the show. Right. Um, great to see some progress in character development with uh, mm-hmm. Karen's uh, pregnancy. We find out she's married. Yes. Uh, to a—is he a dentist? Is that what we learned? He's a dermatologist. Dermatologist. Named, knew something with a D. Named Dan. Dan. Or Dan the dermatologist. Who evidently—and this will be timeline. And this is uh, this is around the time that Rashida Jones was joining Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. And the guy, the dermatologist Dan dude, uh, yeah. he is involved. He he had some. I don't know if he's a back. If he's a. Uh, he had some involvement with Parks and Rec. I can't remember okay. what it is on top of my head. I okay. think he might have been an editor or some kind. So they were like they they were over at NBC yeah. and they were like Dan. Put down the editing tools for a minute. Come over here to acting studio. We need you to wear a huge hot dog. A hot dog costume for a still photo. Because we need to we need to subliminally tell the audience that, oh, that's right, Jim didn't want to wear costumes. Yes. And she definitely needed to be with a guy who would ham it up with her. She like got that. a guy who would be the silly guy with her. That's not, right. not not Jim. Not stoic Jim. <laughs> you know. How did Jim not be the costume guy? I know. He does seem to like ham it up. He, he he's is a, pr- a goof. Is he just a pranks only kind? I, I mean, guess it's 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 very interesting to me the the forms of of silliness that people will engage in and won't engage in. Although thinking ahead just a bit, uh, coming up though, mm-hmm. he will engage at the if it's antagonizing Dwight, he will dress up right as we will yeah, see in a will. future episode. And later he dresses up like Popeye. We know he will eventually acquiesce to the acqui- needs he does and acquiesce. wants of his wife. He does. He will. But it's nice to see uh, Karen getting that kind of closure to her character in a way as well. Yeah, uh, it really is. Because and and how she would go on to be a popular character on another show, and that's basically playing her, basically playing a version of Karen. Yeah, yeah, which really. was fine. Yeah, it worked. It didn't need to be. Sometimes you just got to find different. the right show for your character, not the right character for your show. Sure, and write the right and find the right writers and director and creators. Like yeah, it was just uh, it was just jackpot for it's, her. It's that kismet again. It, I mean, it's similar writing, so I, yeah. <laughs> Keep coming back to it. <laughs> the kismet. The kismet continues. And, and Michael really just in rare form uh, with Karen, not only with the uh, trying to calculate the last time that her and Jim had had sex and announcing it out loud he, as if that's a thing one does. He's the instigator. He's the kind of person who really loves reality TV shows. Yeah. He just wants that drama right in front of him. He I don't care. think he understands the the negative connotation of drama. I think he thinks all it's drama exciting. is... It's, yeah, he sees the excitement. Right, right. But I guess it's because it's it's rare that drama impacts him. Right. He he's always on the other side of the screen. Yeah, he's never or, entangled in said drama. Yeah, he's a, he has no friends. He has no close ones. He's sort of like yeah. drama adjacent, if you will. That's true. He's always outside looking in. That's right. Yeah. Unless it has to do with Jan. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, there you go. He was involved in some drama there. He didn't like it. No, no, he, he might be in the middle of it. Do you remember it. when that when that photo went around and he was running around trying to stop it? Oh 
gosh, he had his own trials and tribulations, right? He did. <laughs> trials and. Even that, well, yeah, it was Jan. Yeah, Jan was in that one. My goodness. But yeah. but here, though, he's purposely based, uh, screw with the situation, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. Well, and he just doesn't seem to realize that he's screwing with it. Yeah, like, I don't know... Yeah, at the same time, he's still like 10. He's like sitting there trying to do math to himself, like 10 months. Like, yeah. And it's been like, I don't know how many years in the it's timeline. Been years, but it's yeah. been years. Yeah, because she left the end of season three. Yeah. And this is season five. So five. it is a at least a year, year, and, a half year and a half since then. Right. But so. he, his short term memory for stuff like that, other people's relationships, is slow as can be when he keeps remembering that Jim and Pam aren't together in that one episode. Like, that's still going. That's still Although, going on. Now uh, that I think I about it, a year and a half, and she's married already and pregnant? Yeah. I need to go back and double check it. It seemed like it would have been multiple years. Um, oh. I'm not sure, though. And season four was a short season. Does that mean it was a short year in the yeah. universe? Maybe there was... Was there Was there like a time when there was like a summer or... Right, yeah. I can't remember. I can't oh. remember. But, I mean, long enough, long enough time. I mean, yeah, based, probably it... I mean, I'm trying to think when she left for... So she left for Utica after at, at the was, season three. Yeah, it was the season finale. <laughs> so she, she's... I mean, it's been... I don't know. It's been... Because we, yeah. <laughs> we find out in the beginning of season four that mm -hmm. she left after coming back after right. the interview. And you would assume she went straight to Utica. Eventually. I mean, it wouldn't have probably taken long. The transfer, yeah. Right. The transfer would have been quick. And then we don't really hear, but... <laughs> wow. Maybe Michael wasn't so wrong to do a little math is all maybe I'm saying. Maybe so. Maybe 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 so. The saying still. out loud probably yeah. still a to bad her call. Face, no. Bad call. Bad call, <laughs> Call Michael. Calling about it while she's saying she's huge. Yeah. Another, that, not another great thing. And that was a great moment. Is he went from a very uniquely Michael uh form of awkwardness with the calculating the last time Karen and Jim had, had sex <laughs> in the presence of Jim's current fiance. Uh but then he went from a very uniquely Michael buffoon uh a moment to a truly universal one in in the uh calling out of a pregnant woman's growing size, which is just a a faux pas. But one that has been made by people for many, many years. This uh, is true. Many people have done this uh, foolishly, of course. Mm -hmm. But it just goes to show the unique human experience of surprise and our... He, he is like a little kid, too. He is. He very much is. Yeah, you know, he can always fall back on that. And he does it convincingly. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. But, you know, the thing that people don't do... Also, for the record, <laughs> she's not that big. Let's. No. That is some serious Hollywood pregnancy right there. No, I mean, she was proportionate to her frame. Yeah, she was I fine. Think. She was fine. She was fine, but she was like a month from. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, in fact, honestly, for a month from, not bad. She was kind of. It was kind of inaccurate. I feel like the baby should have been point. Yeah, maybe so. I the, don't know. The last few weeks of pregnancy. <laughs> And obviously, I've been pregnant so much. You are an expert. Uh, very much expert. But uh, very it, much. from what I've known from women and friends, uh, and, and, and you've been around. I, I've been, you know, it is. I mean, that's a challenging people. time that last month for women. They, they sure. are most of the time they're like, get, come on, little guy, little girl, get the heck, get the heck out of there, <clears throat> come on. But they will work up until like weeks, oh, you know, yeah. or less. Sometimes. Well, that's partially. We do so, live in America where they yeah. just may not have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the healthcare system in this country is <laughs> fucked. But anyway, anyway back to that. The, the, I digress. The paper business is fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. And uh, doing well enough that uh, a young woman can uh, oh. raise a child based on that salary. Yeah. Uh, uh, while married to a man foolish enough to wear a hot dog costume. This is true. I mean, but she was she's corporate material, that Karen. So she's she going to be fine. She is. She absolutely is. Who's not going to be fine is Michael. 
who after basting her with um, asking if that's Jim's and still pondering it as he does this, immediately what's the next thing you do? You fake that your father's dead yep. as a teaching moment for your seminar. Which... Um, <laughs> Oh, we we, we kind of skipped over the David Wallace really, he just really unleashed. I, I don't know why after that meeting with Michael, he just thought it would be a great idea to put him on the road. That's a really good point. <laughs> so I'm glad his, he did, I guess. In his what are you doing right meeting, you can tell Michael has no clear answer about what he's doing right. Why would David make him speak to others? Was it just a, is, it, is he just really trying to hammer home the point that this guy doesn't know what he's doing and it's basically luck? So... It seems like a waste of time and a joke. Yeah, there's no legit in-universe benefit to this. No, it's just, no. The only benefit is we get to watch it. Is this it's, this? Even though it's not the greatest episode. <laughs> you know, I had a thought. What was a cold open on this episode? Oh, the cold open is gold. That's why. I, that's one of the reasons I get. Uh, I don't. I don't completely hate it because it's the. The, P, the guy, the phone guy comes yep. by. The, phone, he, the and, phone function. And just for some reason, he just had to uh, reveal to Michael the PA function. And, <laughs> and then? And then he just left. That's such a great joke from Jim. Uh, it's <laughs> Only he, John Krasinski, could really yeah. get it just like that. And then he just left. <laughs> like, like what, what are you doing, man? Don't you realize? <laughs> oh, you don't know. <laughs> Here's the deal, though. Oh, this episode here, and I know I've said it before. This may be the shark. Might be. This episode may be the shark. That's close. We have jumped it yeah. in a two-parter. Yeah. And here's why. Okay. There's no way in hell Jim cut that phone cord. <laughs> you can't. You cut the phone cord. Those were extra song scissors. <laughs> the phone guy comes back out. Oh, I know. No, it's not a long-term solution. Yeah. The phone and, guy comes back out. Michael's back on the PA system. Yeah, there's going to have to be a long-term. This was just like, um, this was just a short-term, like, okay, we're just going to have silence for the rest of the of the day. Yeah, but it you, will come back. You can't transfer Michael's calls. It would have been funny if they'd had the second, like a sequel open where the guy comes back and does it again. And, and then, then they, immediately Michael's like, attention passengers. Yeah, yeah. And and how do they how do they get out of it that time? Right. <laughs> but as as just sort of a oh you know you have the sight gag with the scissors. It's a great gag, and it goes right through. It's 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 shot so well. Yeah. And and, and it's just a fun. It's if any. It's perfect to have nothing to do with the episode on the whole. But we're at the point where the joke, the value of the joke, is superseding the value of a believability in, right. in universe. Right. Which is why Creed's appearance in this. Is even is hits a little better for me because it's kind of it offsets the awkwardness of Andy and uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, even though the irony is when he goes to Creed for advice, yeah, the about? irony of that, and I kind of feel bad about it, is he does follow his advice as hilarious as it is, yeah. and delivered by Creed Bratton Wib Charles Snyder. But <laughs> um, uh, I I still love that, and 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 the the ending, and has he ever scared you wrong, Jim? Yeah. And Andy goes, wait, what? Seems kind of risky. I can't remember. <laughs> Have I ever steered you wrong, Jim? Wait, what? And I love how Andy is just confused by that. He's not like, my name's not Jim. He can't even wrap his head around what has gone wrong there. Andy can't wrap his head around much at this point. He's just a lunatic he, boy. He's still coming off. I try to sort of stay. Why are you acting like this? Okay, three episodes ago was the duel. Yeah. 
but then they take you out of it with other happenings. So they kind of come back to him. Last week, last week he was struggling with the movie and trying to be an art, a fucking critic. Yeah. And still just seemingly somewhat just melancholy. And yeah. And now it's sort of resurfacing in the self-destructive. Yeah, because they don't really know, acknowledge the Angela Andy storyline at all last week. No, like they don't show Angela talking about how she is. You know, they don't. You kind of have to sort of remember your bearings and what's happening in the other episodes. You don't really get the context of Andy. But he says he's single, so you're like, okay, yes, you are. Oh, he like, does say that yeah, now. he does, but, but he still. doesn't. It's not until after he kisses her when he makes the point about going through the breakup. Right. And how he's in a bad place. Thankfully, she was... I mean, maybe thankfully. I don't know. Like, that seems weird to say, but she, she just so happened to be coming out of one as well. I like that. That, that could have gone way worse for Andy. He needs to be counting his lucky stars. That's nice because it kind of softens it a little bit and yeah. shows a little bit of compassion out of her. Because they want you to see, you want they want you to think that he really is innocent and that, just that stupid. Well, and I think for a minute it almost makes you think, oh, wow, maybe this could work out for him. Right. And I mean, he even tries to say, you know, I'll call you in three months about the paper and maybe that walk at the mall. Right. You know, she plays it off pretty well. Which really, say. maybe it really is just setting up the punchline in the talking head that follows where he says, we lost, lost the, the account. account. Yeah. And that's used. That's been used either prior or it will be used after this. Yeah. It's a great little bit. It is. It is a nice little oomph. Right. And after. it's a nice reminder that this is a business. This is a paper company. Yeah. These are they are salesmen and account. Uh. A salesman client relationship is a challenging and uh, it can be a volatile experience. Anyone who's worked in sales can talk about the unique challenges of meeting so many different clients' needs. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot to mine there, but they don't do it much. You know, this storyline, the Donna storyline, mm -hmm. the, um, oh, there's a couple others. You know, uh, Stanley and Ryan meeting uh, the, the black business leaders. Uh, right. Hi, hi, right. hi. <laughs> you know, yeah, they go away from that. You know, uh, quite a bit. traveling salesmen. There's only a handful of times where we really get to see the business of it's Dunder true. Mifflin. It's true. There is, some, I think, it just becomes less and less over the over the next seasons. Yeah, but you do eventually do see some some different uh, negotiation with Dwight and Michael. Um, but uh, oh my god, I lost track of what I was going to say. Uh, talking about Julia, yeah, talking Julia. about the, the attempt to the yeah. steal the kiss. I mean, that's the less. That's the best thing that could have happened to him, especially. I mean, I don't. Oh, know. could have been harassment. I mean, could have been. Yeah, you know. he could. That could have been it for Andy. Yeah. I mean that he, and that she played it off kind of. Yeah, you're right. They kind of lessened the blow with that, and, but you just don't. But yeah, he's a complete self-destructive weirdo. Yeah. In this, and I, it's just so the the I think it's the coffee singing that gets me the worst. Yeah. Because I don't know Feist. <laughs> And yeah. apparently he's singing some Feist song with different words. Yeah. His own. Did you know the song? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, the melody kind of sounds familiar, but I don't know if that's just, you know, a, a pop music thing or what. You know, uh, side note, one good thing about uh, having not having CDs anymore, yeah. uh, we can't have perverts and weirdos looking in cars trying to, like, make love connections with who they're wooing. Right? <laughs> uh, which is, it's it's very, that's some of the cringiest stuff in this episode, is that kind of subtle stuff that is unfortunately the way a lot of people approach yeah. this kind of dating is to try and learn stuff about you on the side in a yeah. in a sly way. He's which, a lost puppy dog just clinging to fucking attention that he needs. Exactly. And it, but it makes him do shit that is not right. Yeah. You know, especially it's not even really that great comical. I don't I don't really like those scenes like with the the car alarm on the on the cars or, Yeah. 
It, just said that. It, it's the it's the uh, the way he hit knocks them both and sets them both off. Like it's, a trying, it's like slapstick, but it's like <laughs> so uncomfortable that I really can't appreciate it. It's just the insult, the insult to the injury uh, right. of this uh, already broken man, and and standing in the same parking lot where you almost tried to run over somebody with a Prius. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nearly the same spot. Oh, pretty much. I see where you hung the note. I kind of wonder if that was sort of on purpose. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, kudos to Stanley for thinking quick and get two new clients. Yeah, Andy's out. Of cl- Andy's out two clients. Technically three. So, Even the know, new one he was supposed to get, he didn't get more. Just stop. Stanley gets two more clients. Andy gets nothing. Good, Stanley wins. This is this is better him. than meatballs for Stanley, <laughs> or pretzels for that matter. Yeah, right. Better than pretzels and meatballs. Maybe not better than pretzel day. That's I don't know, but close. Maybe more. <laughs> but it, it's another example of. Um, a plot that just kind of seems a little bit absurd to me. You it know? really does. It's kind of somewhat absurd, akin to the mo- to him being the movie critic. Yeah, they're kind of trying to figure out what to do with him. Yeah, and give him some redemption. Supposedly, eventually. I mean, I know that's where they're going to go with it. Yeah, where do they make the decision that they do for season eight? Yeah. So I guess we're in five now. So they're going to be building up and more and more to that, perhaps. And you know, end of next season, we're going to see him trying to do the right thing with the saber printers. You know, so there's true. Uh, but really, it's uh, you can tell that they are just kind of taking it week by week with where they want him to go. I'd be curious to see if in the writers' room there was any acknowledged uh, direction they were aiming for with Andy. Good point. I would be very curious to know that. I need to get caught up on my. Um, uh, go watch some Office Ladies. Office Ladies. Office Ladies. Yeah, yeah, I need to go back and and the and the overall uh, uh, podcast that Brian Bun- Bunkarder did, yeah. which I recommend. Yeah, the Office Ladies will definitely talk about it, and I need to check that out. Speaking uh, of the cast and of you. one of the Office Ladies in particular, uh, I have been uh, keeping an eye on Angela uh, Kinsey on Instagram. Yes, because the People People Persons Paper Podcast now has an Instagram. Yay! Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We need at, to get hooked up with them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, we, we started following her. Hopefully, she'll follow us back at some point. But uh, one of our first photos is her saying "Save Bandit" from Aww. from Stress Relief. So. Much love to Angela, of course. And uh, if you are on Instagram, check us out at People Persons Paper Podcast. Uh, we're just going to be posting some fun screenshots from the show, some random art and stuff that I found. I found a great uh, picture of the Office cast in the the art style of Charles Schultz of Peanuts fame. Oh, I love it! So get to see all the cast dancing around like your favorite Peanuts characters. Yeah. So that's the kind of fun stuff I'll be putting up there. Um, and uh, if there's anything you guys want to see on that page, uh, let us know because it's just just a new way for us to talk uh, the office, have fun with the office, and just kind of keep the love alive uh, as we keep make, keep making episodes because we're not going anywhere. No, we're in season five. We're going to go to no. season fifteen and beyond, mm-hmm. and that includes the six seasons of made up episodes that we'll do. You know, it. after watching all the episodes of the show, you know it. I'm excited for the one where where Dwight gets an Instagram. Uh, and it's all it's it's all beats by Shroot, and it's just beats, but set to hip hop music on his reels. Oh, given given Dwight a, that kind of microphone, oh my god! Oh, yeah, right. Can we only imagine where that's gonna go? Yeah, there was never like a Dwight on social media episode. He does have that meeting with the, like the neighborhood watch group. You know, he's gonna be all over neighborhood. Oh, yeah. it's just his farm though. So maybe yeah. they have like a farm community. Uh, Farmly, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Interesting. I love that episode. But we're on Instagram, and we are still on Lecture Circuit Part One. Well, and and you know what? Other thing we were talking about how this is structured. Yeah, they get, they kind of get Pam and and I think this is kind of the first time that Pam and Michael get to be have like a duo outside the office. Yeah, yeah. And so now we get to now we get to uh, pair up Jim and 
Jim and Dwight. The one Speaking plot line of. we haven't talked about yet mm. is Jim and Dwight, legendary the new line. heads of the party planning committee, have now pissed off Kelly Kapoor one more time by ignoring her <laughs> birthday. Because and they ended up and why did they end up in those in those positions that they don't really like so much? Because Angela and Phyllis, then and Michael's theory of the one all powerful party planning committee. It's lead, too powerful. It's too powerful. Yeah, and so he put the. You know what? Given the circumstances, good, good idea, Michael. They didn't really need that. They didn't really. If if it's coming down to. Uh, blackmail and certain yeah. things like that happening. I, I get it. And he was right to take it away from Angela. He just put the wrong people in charge. He really did. And it was a whole, it was, they're a day late. They have to figure it out. You know, Mindy Kaling um, did write this episode too. I okay. Like if you say that. And so she gives herself an interesting um, uh, plot. And I, 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 recently, I like that she wrote that she gets to say screw you to yeah, Jim and Dwight. Multiple That's times. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you too, but she has been kind of missing from other. She seems to have like her one line per episode. So I'm glad that we get a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm glad that she gets her own episode and she gets to feature in it. Yeah, in a really funny way. In some fun moments, like the uh, well, if I did have one wish, it would be that no one would ever have to go through this ever again. <laughs> With whites, oh god, what kind of cake do you want, Nimrod, <laughs> or whatever he said? I think idiot, idiot, or oh, imbecile, imbecile. That's Oops. what it is. Yeah, Nimrod. Nimrod. Was a good Green Day album. Uh, good, good Green Day album. Bad X Men character. <laughs> oh my God, that's a that's an X Men character. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh Jesus. But we get the icon. You know, we apparently so Jim is on, Jim is assigned uh, to to gather the money. Yep. From everyone, while Dwight is on for somehow got to be on decorations. Yeah, I no idea why. Uh, but but it's more like it's more like the the birthday party that he would make for himself, mm-hmm. given the given the color pattern. And that he probably doesn't like fully blown up balloons, yeah. Or he just doesn't have the time because he's that busy. Yeah, and the yeah the the, the and the color choice is really just fantastic. The yeah, brown really. and gray. Yeah, it's really more of a brown and silver, honestly. Yes. But, but and and using the paper to really express. Yeah, what, what kind of happy birthday this is um, mm-hmm. at a paper company for her? And um, a shout out to my coworker uh, Ellen Devereaux, who actually on one of my previous birthdays. Um, actually put that stitch that together and put it on my desk nice it was pretty damn cool oh, so thanks again for that great. ellen that was yeah she's a she's an office fan and uh yeah that was really fun but it just goes to show like how perfect that <laughs> that entire thing i just wish they could have really could have had everybody in there yeah just to see what would happen but they are getting her a cake but they need info yeah and so we learn a little bit about her we learned that she spent some time in juvie Tisk tisk. Uh, yeah, and Dwight, of course, uh, taking to that with uh, much a plum, plum, uh, and and disappointment eventually yeah. when yeah. when apparently it didn't have a negative effect on her work. Yeah, not quite what what, what we thought it was going to be because she is usually quite chipper. Yeah, so good good for you, Kelly. But um, oh, once again, uh, B.J. Novak is noted in this uh, this episode, but does not appear. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he's. He's off, off being a being a, a World War II fighter. That's right. So uh, credited, but not in the episode. We will we will we will let that go. And um, what was it? The uh, yeah. 
Oh right, and they're they're collecting three dollars from everyone. Yeah. Um. Did you see? I don't know if it was an outtake, but with Creed, the it, it's on the DVD. It's the end scene. Yeah. It's right before and, the credits, and it is on and it is on uh, Peacock as well. Uh. Yeah, and so, he gives him a three dollar bill with George W. w. Bush <laughs> on it, uh, which obviously is legal tender, uh, actual American currency. Actual. It's actual factual. Three dollars. Yeah. And uh, he's doing his best. Thank you, Creed. Yeah. And um, Creed's got some good stuff between this, uh, the moment with Andy, and then during the... Oh, the, um, the moments at the start? Yeah, and during Michael on the PA when system, he's looking, he's, out he's looking out the window to, to, find, to, to find France Vance Vance refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a lost dog, too. It's, it's really, like... Yeah, he's <laughs> not, not sure that whether or not this is now a plane. He's flying at two stories. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> I like his Toby Flanderson call out at yep. school. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Dunderpedia thinks that's the reason Jim cut the cord. Did you see that? They what? Think that, that, the, that specifically? That Jim cut the cord after he insults Toby, oh. uh, thinking that maybe it's because Jim and Toby are friends. Oh, so like maybe he starts walking in there to them because then he does the six foot six basketball yeah. or whatever. Jim Halbert. <laughs> I dropped my. Oh, such a classic little interaction with them, too. Yeah, and him not, and Michael completely oblivious. Does not understand what's happening not yeah. at all because he's just so wowed by having a PA, and, and he's so excited someone's talking to him that he's just more excited about interaction than the specifics. <laughs> if he could just walk around all day, he mm-hmm. would do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure he would. Or if he could have just his own, yeah. Nowadays would be bad because he could have like his own setup, his own webcam in his office, and it would go out on like screens like all over. To each screen oh, all yeah. over the office just so we could be there. Of course. And see what they're all doing. Yeah, he'd be a big Zoomer. Z- oh, Zoom. Love <laughs> Zoom. Uh, I like Kelly's theory about why they forgot her birthday, oh, that sometimes people just like to hate on the pretty popular girl. Obviously. That's, that's yeah, I get that. I think, yeah, we, we've all been there. <laughs> I love that Kelly is, her ego is so very real, but also can be so fragile. It really can, and this isn't like, you know. Like she's ready to collapse if Hillary Swank is not hot. It, yeah, or if you don't attend her America's Got Talent party. Right. And you will not get that uh, coffee mug. But truly thinks that she is the hottest and coolest and prettiest in the office. She swings, like, to extremes. Oh, yeah. She's oh, she's bipolar. The... Completely. Okay. Oh, she's Has got... to be. Yeah, okay. Has to be. I don't... That, that makes sense. It seems to be, at least. Maybe. I'm no doctor. I don't know. Yeah, we are not, we are not psychologists. Play one on this We're show. barely even <laughs> podcasters, to be honest. I'm barely a college graduate, so... Yeah, I mean... yeah. We, I mean, we made it. It was a long time <laughs> ago. It. The rules have probably changed since then. I have steady employment, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm no... I'm not... Steady, yeah. <laughs> I have steady employment and nearly steady mental health. Nearly. Nearly. Any well, day now. Well, join the club. I'm going to get the hang of that any so, day now. So we understand that Kelly has issues. Yeah. But, um, but, 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 yeah, don't cross her. No, don't cross her because then she'll just say screw you and you won't get the time of day from her i mean that's why ryan had to go because he was gonna who knows that's why he's in europe right now yeah uh um, or maybe is it um Mm -hmm. florida daytona beach or no no uh where did he get pad thai that that one episode down the way Mm -hmm. i don't know he'll he'll he'll, he's coming back michael scott paper company is on its way and with it a blonde ryan howard right (laughs) Uh, which is another thing too is this season gets so good in the next couple episodes. It really does. It's sort of in a little lull here. I always felt, and yeah. then has some really strong, good standalones. Yeah, and then it leads right into great greatness. Yeah, like what we've got coming up with uh, the Blood Drive and Golden Ticket, and then with the entire Charles Minor arc is yes. fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
and into Cafe Disco, Casual Friday. It's really, honestly, mm. after this two-part, the rest of the season is pretty damn great. Exactly. And we don't, um, is, is Company Picnic at the end yeah. of this? Yeah. So we'll get the throughway to Holly yeah. on that. Which is, is, maybe that's what this is. I think it's a setup. It's kind of set up. This is just set up for the season finale. Yep. Yep. And then into the next season. So that whole conversation with Pam in the car, remember Holly and her perfect boobs, mm -hmm. is really just introducing all these new viewers into there is a an unrequited love that Michael pines for. He still hasn't forgotten. It still hurts him. Yeah. You may not know who she is, but just know that he loves her and mm -hmm. needs his closure. And it's really at that point, actually, that Pam, this is the first thing she's genuinely trying to help him with yeah. and wants him to succeed. Yeah. And this is where their relationship I think, you know, kind of begins to build. It comes that one time when he's talking to, yeah, when he, after they see Karen and she mentions, I just feel good. You know, I'm glad to have that. I know I didn't make a mistake. And, well, he, and yeah. then he's in the car and she thinks he's sleeping, but he's sad and he's thinking about Holly. Mm -hmm. and, and, well, he has a little look to her after he says that. He's kind of like, yeah, he's sort of, he's sort of halfway perplexed and halfway like, oh, he'd never heard of that. Yeah. Or didn't understand. He didn't that. understand that concept. Yeah. Maybe so much or knew about it, but couldn't put it into words. Right. Yeah. And so this was leads him onto the next part of this two-parter. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice to see him though, like to not give a damn. And oh, they're going to blow off Rochester. Good for yeah. them. You know, they're going to go to Nashua. Screw it. Well, and and he suddenly he has this kind of cheerleader on his side. Yeah, who's going to help him do this thing, mm -hmm. and and that's a unique kind of support for Michael and. It's a unique role for Pam. Yeah. We haven't really seen Pam in this kind of a pro-Michael way yeah. since, you know, the Dundies. I think so, too. With her cheering after he's mocked by the other table. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, Kevin mm -hmm. and his stinky poops. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Even if she was, you know, she was wasted for the most part. But well, still, she was. Yeah, she you're meant right. it, though. She did mean it. But now, we're, now you were seeing the same now kind of energy, but not fueled by uh, a woman who is no longer allowed in that Chili's, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but by a woman who, who is here, present in this car, and at that motel in a separate room. This is true. Oh, one little other note about that hot dog. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, uh, the Karen's, hot dog costume? Yeah, yeah, that Karen's new husband's wearing. It is a callback to the little um, hot dog character that Pam drew Hiya. on. Yeah. Hiya. It's Hiya guy. Hiya guy. All right. <laughs> nice. And it kind of, like, she's had those those moments where she's just trying to help Michael out with something or just try to steer him away from disaster. Yeah. But this is sort of this kind of upset where she's actually really wanting to help him and uh, has more sympathy for him than I would say normally. Yeah. And it's obviously no way sexual or something like that. That's no, impossible. This is really just the kind of the next step in their friendship. It is, know. and we'll um, go in an interesting direction when Pam's mom gets involved. But yeah, we'll right. save that yeah, for that later. <laughs> it will be tested. They go ups and downs, these two. The I friendship, tell you what. there will be tests <laughs> along the kind, way. It is kind of amazing when you consider Michael's last episode and how it ends up with Pam. So. Right, yeah. Because they really, uh, by the end, it's it's... It's a it's a familial situation almost. That's a good point, you know. But so yeah, we got a long, long way to go. A lot of good episodes to go. But yeah. I think we're going in. We're about to hit a stride in this, a better stride in this season oh, yeah. after the next episode. After this next episode, things will really pick up. But this next episode's got some interesting moments. It does. Um, we got some good. Michael got a few in this one too. It was nice to finally see Ro 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 Rolando. Rolando, we, we, we've heard of him, but never met him before. Yeah, and 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 Michael seems to think that him and Pam don't know each other at all. Right. Yeah, and, and we know that that's not true. Exactly. <laughs> from several episodes. Uh huh. <laughs> this uh, is like his second 
it's his second at least mention. His second second mention, or third mention. Yeah. First appearance, maybe. Yeah. Maybe second appearance. I, I can't remember quite. There's a one where he Michael calls Karen's office and he answers oh, the phone. It's when they're it's when they're raiding the Utica branch. Okay, which is when uh, Car- uh, yeah. Pam mentions Rolando. Yeah. So we so. never see we never see him. Yeah. Unless he's in a deleted scene. Yeah. We don't see him, and then. There's a little. There's another callback to that in this. You have to look for it because there's the copier, yeah. which is now chained, chained to the, to the wall. wall, and it's yeah. like some big sign that says, "If you see like suspicious people," because <laughs> they actually had to put a sign. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but that's right. They. Uh, so they come in. They see. Uh, yeah, they get. We get Rolando, the Rolando. He tries to introduce them. Suggests yep. they go on a friend date. Yes, which is weird and <laughs> weird very Michael. Comfortable and yeah. Michael being his overtly uncomfortable self at best, or at, at the most. It's not my favorite, but it's kind of also akin to the end when, after he's been trying to <clears throat> cause holy hell between. Pam and Karen, and they are reconciliating right there. And he just looks to the camera and, he, and talking about the healing and uh, old hatreds uh, reborn yes. into new friendships. Uh, so good. <laughs> He's theatrical. I meant to, I want. I, I couldn't. I thank God I remembered this with the Minnie Mouse. Uh huh. Would he's not a liar? Would a liar throw out many mounds? Yeah. And this is a recall back to business well, school and, with his candy antics. And again, <laughs> honestly, you know, Karen calls him out as being a liar, and and yeah, that was too extreme a bit. But his idea of selling the experience is not wrong. Right. He has the right idea. Yeah. Horrible execution. Yeah. And he doesn't really get what the experience should be. What's so funny is he does get it, though. The experience is identifying with the client over their mutual love of fishing. You remember that with Andy and Traveling Salesman, and they're in the office, and he sees the fishing photo on the guy's desk and starts talking about Lake Paw Pack or whatever it is. That's the experience of sharing that common interest, that common knowledge of this this land around us, the things we do, how we spend our time. Oh, you're into fishing? I grew up fishing, you know? That's the experience you're trying to sell. Not the drama of, oh, my father has died, you know? <laughs> it, and it's so funny because he, he's Michael, cheating. he's got the secret sauce. He he's, does, as he would say in this. He's got the 11 herbs and sa- sale spices. <laughs> it is batter. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... It's sales batter. But it's, it's, it's the stuff that he's not thinking to mention because to Michael, it just comes naturally. Because he yeah. is theatrical. Because he, he has an ability to lure you in with his performance, but he doesn't get that the real good performance is the, hey, is that like Wall and Paul Pack in that photo on your desk? Mm-hmm. Not, my God, my father has died. You know? <laughs> it's not. It's not the bombast, Michael. It's it's these. It's the the personal moments. It, it is, and he. God love him, is the kind who would bring a chainsaw. Right. <laughs> the Utica the- Chainstore Massacre. <laughs> which I love. I, I do love it, I too. love the wordplay. I love the wordplay, too. And it's interesting and kind of... I kind of enjoy seeing Karen actually get to let this meeting go for the, the one or two minutes that she knew she probably would and just say, all right, everybody, this shit's over with. The way she wraps it up, the way that she says, I will distill this down and share it in a meeting or in an, in an email. email. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of had, I did, I did, I did cross my mind. Like, I wonder what one sentence is in that or 
to like sum up everything because you know it's not going to be more than one or two. Find an experience to identify with your client. I'm so sorry that you all had to sit through that. Do Please. not use a chainsaw. <laughs> Do not heed any of this advice at all. Yeah. <laughs> not that they would, but just in case. Uh, she is corporate. Man. That's that, and that chainsaw, by the way, will feature into probably one of my favorite parts next on the next week's episode. Oh, but yeah? I won't talk about it right now because okay. I'd like to save I'll save it and see if I remember I'll remember it. Yeah, remember it. <laughs> but I'm happy for Pam getting that closure and yeah. her and Karen actually and I can I can say you can tell with Karen there's still just a hint of like hurt memory when she when she's like after she tells him they're engaged. Yeah. Yeah there's a weird kind of beat there for a second. There is because it's it doesn't Something like that, and I can I can understand. Like it doesn't leave you fully, even if you are married and pregnant with someone else's child. But I will say she she did have her uh, come up in 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 the one with the 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 attempt to steal the copier. She did because that's where she got to be like you know seeing him in a oh, women's warehouse point, uniform. Point, you know yeah, that wasn't yeah, so bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. Yeah, because she she cried for weeks. Yeah, that's right. And it's good. So she'd had that. I'm certain. I'm sure that that didn't hurt in her. Um, uh. uh his or uh, her trying to heal herself or yeah. be healed over you know yeah it sucks yeah and and then be able to 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 withstand all the um, childhood bullshit antics from Michael you know this episode, episode has got great stuff on relationships and getting over them and moving on but none of it really comes to the front until the end of the episode. You don't see that that's what Andy's going through until mm-hmm. really the end. Mm-hmm. You don't get the closure stuff till the end. Mm-hmm. You don't get to really see the Pam and Karen making peace, the Karen getting to move on till the second half, if not the end of the episode. Right. This episode is told in the wrong order. Pretty much. And it, it, it obviously, for there to be a resolution, for there to be a denouement, there has to be an order of operations. I get that. Mm-hmm. But there was something in the writing that was missing early on to plant the seeds about the relationship healing nature of this story. Right. If that was their intent, unless that was just something they stumbled into. Maybe. It, it seems like they're... It, the Michael stuff kind of seems a little tacked on. Yeah. Just because of who he is and... But he does men- he does mention early in the episode, you know, not going to Nashua. It's a bit of a raw. It's still raw. Yeah. So he does he does say that. But at the same time, it's still hard sometimes to in a show like this where you think they can do it over and over again, where they can go backwards and forwards between comedy and drama perfectly. Yeah. But it's not always easy. And I understand like it kind of does seem tacked on there at the end. But that's where they were going to go. So. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's something about it doesn't seem as quite as good as like previous previous episodes and how they kind of do that. Huh. Just my opinion. Yeah. But, but you know what? The more I watch these, and I don't know if it's just because I I've watched multiple times in in anticipation of this episode, because I always think of these like when we first were looking at, it, I was like, oh yeah, we got to get through lecture circuit, and I really had that. And then watching it, you know, two three more times, you know, you do you do appreciate the, the things and it realize yeah, it's a little bit better than I thought. So I love revisiting these at different times. Yeah. And I, I, I got to say, maybe I will be there uh, the next go round. I think the next. But this yeah. this time I liked so far. This may be my least favorite episode we've done on the podcast. Really? It may be. Wow. I, I, I can't say that 100% for sure. There are some great moments, but... I was really... The first go around, like yeah. getting ready for this, was extra cringy with the Andy stuff. Yeah. So I was like... God, this really—I really don't like this at all. And then I read in, in the wiki. Apparently, this is like the fifth most popular episode of the season, which wow. blew my mind. Yeah, 
I, whatever. That I, is very interesting. There are some good. There are some good moments, but like, yeah, there, no way I'd put it that high, personally. Yeah, personally, because it's really. I can't remember exactly what happens with Andy in the next part of this. Um, I ha- still haven't watched the second half. Oh yeah, I don't remember either. But it can't be any worse than what happened in this one. Well, and the Julia story's kind of resolved, so I'm ch- I'm curious if we do anything with. Yeah, this, that's so. right. Yeah, they lost the client. I'm Good for you, Julia. Glancing ahead, um, I know they got we have the Nashua stuff with Michael and Holly, and then Pam has to take over. And I don't think we have a problem oh, with Andy storyline. Okay, it's just more it's more birthday stuff with Kelly. Yeah, we get yeah. birthday stuff with Kelly. And we get uh, the Dwight, uh, Angela talking about her wedding ring. Okay. Um, mm. To rewatch mm. about that. It seems so, I'm not remembering that as well she gets, as Or should. she gets the new cat is what it oh, is. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And she has like the video, or she's watching them the all video, the time. video, yeah. Mm. That's what it is. Weird. This is So they're kind of showing her side of it, uh, how she's dealing with it or whatever. I guess, yeah, maybe there's a kind of Angela and Andy and Angela thing there because he's hitting on some poor unsuspecting client and she's spending way too much money on a cat. Yeah, they're both kind of okay, re- retreating into what they know or what they what they need, what they like. Writers, I see you. I see what's going on. Yeah. You're just not doing a hell of a you you're, you're <laughs> too busy working on Golden Ticket. You're not you're not ace the B team's on this. The B oh. this is the team this is the team that made Lion, the A team was working on Pocahontas. The B team was working on Lion King cuz Disney didn't think Lion King was going to be the one. Yeah. Only difference is in this case Lecture Circus not the one. Yeah. So, <laughs> golden tickets right around the corner. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, uh, we still got two won't. before then. At least one yeah, of them. We do, but it's coming drive. up. We'll meet yep. Lynn here in a few weeks for Kevin. They do the blood drive, and I like the blood drive. I do too. I really like it's that one. one. That's a. They said they hit some sweet spots after we get through this. Yeah. And then they just move it into the drama. Or and, and I mean, the hilarious even, drama. Even a bad office episode is still pretty damn good. Oh, especially right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're not, uh, we we're not complaining. No, 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 no. I mean, the. Because people just, when they talk about cringe office, I was thinking about this, when they talk about like the cringiest episodes yeah. and they bring up Dinner Party and Scott's Todd's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really mention, and I've seen posts on yeah. on, fa- and on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, where it's like the scene that, no, the cringiest scene no one ever talks about. And this yeah. this one with really? Andy. Okay. Yeah, I've seen something akin to that. Yeah, okay. And I mean, when I look back, I'm like, yeah, you know, this makes me way, way bad one. worse than I would ever dinner party yeah for sure so it's just a, it's all taste but i don't know this seemed like it was it was kind of crossing the i mean you said it kind of crossed the shark here and maybe I feel that's like kind this of might part be the of shark it. may have found him never did. and it still worked thankfully here's the deal enough i'm not sa- i'm not saying anyone jumped to shark here like maybe it's hard to say maybe if Certain someone were to perhaps i don't I know guess. like lick their cat <laughs> yes yes we'll see you next week The People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. My favorite episode of The Office... (laughs) Is where Ryan cooks the pita. <laughs> Ryan started the fire. <laughs> A fire of my vengeance. Uh, do they have any new characters? Dunder Mifflin, this is Bane. <laughs> it's a shitty Bane. My 
campaign was better off, Mike. <laughs>